Poems Every Child Should Know, edited by Mary E. Burt, section 11, read for LibriVox.org, by Kara Schallenberg. This section contains the following poems. Jack Frost, The Owl, and Little Billy. Part 2. The Little Child. The Frost. Jack Frost, by Hannah Flagg Gould. 1789 to 1865, is perhaps a hundred years old, but he is the same rollicking fellow to-day as of yore. The poem puts his merry pranks to the front, and prepares the way for science to give him a true analysis. The frost looked forth one still clear night, and whispered, Now I shall be out of sight, so through the valley and over the height in silence I'll take my way. I will not go on with that blustering train, the wind and the snow, the hail and the rain, who make so much bustle and noise in vain, but I'll be as busy as they. Then he flew to the mountain and powdered its crest, he lit on the trees, and their boughs he dressed in diamond beads, and over the breast of the quivering lake he spread a coat of mail that it need not fear, the downward point of many a spear that hung on its margin far and near where a rock could rear its head. He went to the windows of those who slept, and over each pane like a fairy crept, wherever he breathed, wherever he slept, by the light of the moon were seen most beautiful things. There were flowers and trees, there were bevies of birds and swarms of bees, there were cities with temples and towers, and these all pictured in silver sheen. But he did one thing that was hardly fair. He peeped in the cupboard, and finding there that all had forgotten for him to prepare. "'Now, just to set them a-thinking, I'll bite this basket of fruit,' said he. "'This costly pitcher I'll burst in three, and the glass of water they've left for me shall chich to tell them I'm drinking.'" Hannah Flagg Gould THE OWL when cats run home, and light is come, and dew is cold upon the ground, and the far-off stream is dumb, and the whirring sail goes round, and the whirring sail goes round, alone and warming his five wits, the white owl in the belfry sits. When merry milkmaids click the latch, and rarely smells the new-mown hay, and the cock hath sung beneath the thatch, twice or thrice his roundelay, twice or thrice his roundelay, Alone and warming his five wits, the white owl in the belfry sits. Alfred Tennyson Little Billy Little Billy by William Makepeace Thackeray, 1811-1863, finds a place here because it carries a good lesson, good-naturedly rendered. An accomplished teacher recommends it, and I recollect two young children in Chicago who sang it frequently for years without getting tired of it. There were three sailors of Bristol City, who took a boat and went to sea, but first with beef and captain's biscuits and pickled pork they loaded she. There was gorging Jack and guzzling Jimmy, and the youngest he was little Billy. Now when they got so far as the equator, they'd nothing left but one split pea. Says Gorging Jack to Guzzling Jimmy, I am extremely hungry. To Gorging Jack, says Guzzling Jimmy, 
We've nothing left, us must eat we, says gorging Jack to guzzling Jimmy. With one another we shouldn't agree. There's little Bill, he's young and tender. We're old and tough, so let's eat he. Oh, Billy, we're going to kill and eat you, so undo the button of your chemie. When Bill received this information, he used his pocket handkerchief. First let me say my catechism, which my poor mammy taught to me. Make haste, make haste, says guzzling Jimmy, while Jack pulled out his snickersnee. So Billy went up to the main topgallant mast, and down he fell on his bended knee. He scarce had come to the twelfth commandment, when up he jumps, There's land I see, Jerusalem, and Madagascar, and North and South Ameriky. There's the British flag a-riding at anchor, with Admiral Napier, K.C.B. So when they got aboard of the Admiral's, he hanged Fat Jack and flogged Jimmy. But as for little Bill, he made him the captain of a seventy-three. William Makepeace Thackeray End of section 11 Read by Kara Schallenberg on October 12, 2006 in Oceanside, California.